1: This is episode number nine.
0: Wow, we are just getting through these fast now.
1: It's crazy. They send us to Lollapalooza, and we start cranking out episodes every single day. It's like built-in content out here.
0: Well, shout out to you if you're listening for the second time to our podcast now, because you listened to our one yesterday, and now you're like, wow, these guys aren't half bad.
1: I mean, they're fine. <laughs> uh, the Normani episode from yesterday, though, did break some records on the old Spanky's Corner of
0: Podcast. I mean, that was really the Normani like episode, like, no disrespect to anybody else that was on it. but
1: Everybody else was great. Just like how everybody's going to be great today.
0: Yeah, um, I'm really excited about this episode. I had a great talk with NF this morning. He is one of my favorite people uh, to interview. Uh,
1: Really dove deep into his new album, The Search. Sorry I didn't show up for that. I was I was like in the bathroom, then I went to lunch.
0: Well it's a, no no you didn't. Like you weren't allowed. Like they you're not allowed within two hundred feet of him.
1: I was just trying to paint a prettier picture than what was actually <laughs> happening. Here, uh, so you want to start with the NF? Yeah, thing? let's start with N F. And then I believe if I'm not mistaken, we have seven high quality interviews from Lollapalooza here today. Uh, a former American Idol runner up um we have uh a special guest from one of our favorite people on the planet
0: yeah yeah
1: his his name rhymes with max no that is his name and that's it it, right
0: yeah it might be more than that it's not like we're good at counting um (laughs) (laughs) so here you go
2: spanky's corner
0: a podcast it's julia hanging backstage Lollapalooza with nf how are you good how are you i'm good so congrats on all the success with time and the search it's been really fun to watch
2: thank you yeah
0: how's it feel now that it's like out in the world
2: um doesn't feel like it is for some weird reason i think this is the first record where i really felt like that i think every other record i've been like oh my album it's out yeah and this one i don't know it just feels like it doesn't feel real yet usually once i start touring or doing interviews like this uh i'm like oh wow now i'm talking about it yeah that thing that i worked (laughs) on for like every day for the past whatever it was four or five months or whatever so
0: when did you start writing it
2: i kind of start writing well after perception i toured so much that was my first time like not having tons of time just because i was touring so much
0: because you did the perception tour and then you went right with logic right
2: I did the perception tour and then I think I went to Europe then I did the logic tour and then I did another US run after that so I think we did like a hundred and like 40 dates or something I could be wrong but somewhere around there and so writing is one of my favorite things to do um, but I honestly didn't have a lot done but I had a I think I had a few things going and then really I uh, like dove into the record like january but i just felt a lot of pressure because it was like hey i want to get the record done by this time so i could get it done this time and most of my other this year yes there's 20
0: songs on it that's a lot of work no
2: we had i'm trying to remember which ones we kind of already had we may have had some but i definitely most of the record was done those three months but one of my best friends he lives you know around where i live and so we were just everyday getting in trying to work and but I did feel m- the most pressure I've ever felt on a record on this one.
0: So I was going to ask like how do you how do you say done? Cuz I know you just write and you write like is there was it because of time like having to get it out?
2: Mostly for me I know I'm done or I decide to be done when it's like I feel like I've checked off the boxes of like I want this style of song or whatever cuz you know like if you listen to my records there's like it's all over the place there's like a song that was very melodic and there's a chorus people could sing to and then there's a song that's kind of weird and it's kind of like hip-hop but it's also like got big cinematic sounds in it you know what i mean so i just always want to check off certain boxes for my fans and for me personally of like hey This is the style I like and I want to have this on there and this on there and this on there. So this one was just interesting. I kept making songs, but I was like, oh, I still haven't checked this box off, but I still like the song that I made. And so that's kind of how I think it ended up having a lot of a lot more songs on it
0: yeah you said it was all over the place i mean sonically yes because you try and you do different things which is great but i think this album is so cohesive i mean the way you started it you got the interlude right in the middle and i think like the theme ties so much throughout yeah when did you decide that the search was going to be kind of like the overhead for this like do you pick like the theme you want to kind of go after first or does it just happen in your writing
2: i usually try to come up with like an idea for what i want the album to be and this is actually something that's kind of cool and dope for me is like, it always ends up, or at least to this point, it always all kind of connects at the end. And I really think it does because I'm just talking about my life. And so it's like, it just kind of happens because um, that's what I'm talking about. And so I usually, I try to come up with like a title and like the idea of like, Hey, where am I at in my life? What am I doing? Yeah. Um, And that's kind of how like the search came about is like, I think we're all not to be corny, but on like a journey. In life and so you know it's kind of like where my journey is and it's uh, one of the struggles I had for this record was after perception I was like man I want to make a record that's like so encouraging and like motivating for people and I went through like the darkest time of my whole life so that was kind of like a conflict that I had in my head and stuff because I was like I feel like I'm making another sad record it's like, well, that's how you feel, you know? And so that was a struggle for me. But at the end, I think the product was exactly the end, you know, the end product I thought was exactly what it should I think have it been. was
0: encouraging because you're not, you mentioned going to therapy in it, you yeah. know, and like that things. And you're not going to get there without, you know, yeah. talking about the stuff you went through first,
2: which. Yeah. No, I think the end product was good. I think just going into the record, I was like, I want to do this. Yeah. And it's interesting because my music's always been so personal. It just wasn't like a realistic thing, I realized. I was like, I'm not going to be able to write a song about this when I'm not there mentally or whatever. Um, And just like I said, I felt so much pressure from this record just because my last record was like the first time I feel like, you know, millions and millions of people actually heard what I was doing. Yeah. Um, So coming to this, I was like, oh man, it's a lot to... I don't know. I have this thing where I always try to be like, uh, I think like the worst could happen. I try to convince myself it probably will happen. And I try to tell myself, oh, if I convince myself of that, it won't hurt as bad if it does. I do that too. But it's a very, it's not a realistic thing, but I still do it all the time. So that's something I'm trying to be. I'm not a very positive person, so I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah,
0: for sure. Is there anything that you've ever written and you're like, this is too personal to put on the album? Because, I mean, everything you say is just kind of out there and as is. Like, have you ever had to hold back?
2: Not very often, I don't feel like. If there's something I don't want to say, I think I most of the time just don't say it. You just don't write it? Or the interesting thing is sometimes you'll write something and you'll think about it different when you get older. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, when I was 23 or 24 years old, like, I look at life so different. Like, when I think about my mom... I'm not saying I would have wrote the song different about my mom um, passing or whatever, but, like, I look at that situation different because I'm 28 years old now, and I think about... I don't just think about me I think about like what did my mom go through growing up oh, yeah. and like all those kind of things because I look at what I my experience is growing up how they've shaped me and it's just like now I kind of look at people maybe not in the moment as much but I don't know if it's therapy or what but I'm able to step back now more and be like I wonder what's happened to that person or whatever or like you know well, there's would... usually like deeper every there's deeper rooted things for like everyone Definitely. the things they do you well know?
0: and I would say because I'm also 28 like this yeah. part part of our life is by far the most changing going through your yeah. 20s because you there's no way you could be the same person you were in your early yeah, 20s. Yeah. The way
2: I thought my early 20s is like not com- like not the same. Yeah. Like I've always been a super closed-minded person and I still am in a lot of areas but I do think about things a little like broader now where I'm like I wonder about this or what about that or you know what I mean. That's like, good
0: that's growth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What made you decide on like the art for the album with the balloons and like where was that shot actually? Because the the background of that and I believe it's in, I forget which music video.
2: The search, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's beautiful.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we shot that in Iceland. I actually had never been there and I wanted to do something that was, I think every other project was kind of like a studio cover except for mansion but it still was like a lot of like, we built the sky and everything. Yeah. So a therapy session was in a studio with a desk and me sitting across from myself and then perception was me in a studio with the cell and me in it. So I was like, I wanted to do something that was kind of like bigger looking, you know? Um, and so, yeah, so I was like, we shipped my cell. That's my actual cell in the background. And we shot the video there, too, so the cover and the first single match, you know, they are yeah. the same.
0: Yeah, and I know, like, you think, like, every element through oh, it has yeah. to mean something. Yeah. What does the shopping cart symbolize?
2: The shopping cart's just, like, the, the like, thing that's I'm pushing around to carry my burdens or whatever, oh. you know? Um, the black balloons are really, like I just said, they're, like, burdens. But not just that, just, like, fears and doubts or whatever. And it's just that idea of, like, these things that hover over us. You know sometimes we have more sometimes we have less um, and it's just trying to figure out how to not allow those things to like control my everyday life because they definitely definitely do yeah but the struggle I'm at in life right now is like I feel like if I let those things go that I'll be like losing a part of me which sounds like terrible because a lot of times it could be like negative people would define it as like a negative thing but sometimes I define I look at my fears and my doubts and stuff and I'm like oh yeah but they help me maneuver this area or they help me like because I'm fearful I'm more protective of myself so I get hurt less so I don't want to be less fearful it's like a very twisted thing and so that's kind of like that's all part of the story are you ever
0: fearful that like you won't be able to create as much if that happens too Cause like I mean it's just so genius and relatable and well written and you know what I mean yeah. and it's all based off of what you went through.
2: I think, like I said um, in my song "Change," actually, I am addicted to like pain. Like I'm addicted to this way of thinking because since I was a kid, I think I like trained my mind to yeah. be like, "Hey, be careful of this because this happened at one point," or "Be careful of this." Yeah. And so I don't know. Like every once in a while. I'll think about that but not that often honestly like I do think about my work ethic I think changing where I get concerned where I'm like man if I'm not like fearful about losing my career am I gonna work as hard if I'm not like worried about people screwing me over am I gonna like get screwed over am I a weaker person if I don't stick up for myself and freak out on someone like that's a big thing I learned about myself is when I get embarrassed I snap on people mm-hmm. um and I've always been, like, a pretty angry, like, person. Like, if you say something to me I don't like, I'll just say whatever to you. Uh, but that was, like, one thing I realized about myself. Not always. It's not always come I'm embarrassed. Sometimes I just don't like you or I don't like what you <laughs> said. <laughs> but I did realize that about myself where it's, like, usually um, that's, like, getting to the root of things where you're, like, man, if you're an angry person, like... What makes you angry or why are you getting angry? And that's one thing I figured out about me. It's like, oh, when I'm embarrassed, I respond with anger so I can cover up the fact that I'm embarrassed because feeling embarrassed feels more vulnerable than like oh me definitely being angry so that's just like one thing that I've learned that's you know?
0: really smart of you though to connect connect the two feelings and realize where that comes from like that's yep. very like emotionally intelligent Sometimes it's
2: annoying though because I feel like I'm figuring finding out all this stuff about myself and you're but always I,
0: evaluating it
2: yeah but I also still don't know how to like fix it because my brain just reacting in that moment sometimes like it's not like something I get embarrassed by something and then all of a sudden I'm like here let me think about this for a second it's yeah. usually like an instant my body in my mind reacts, I gotta defend myself. Yeah. And so then after I think about it, I'm like, oh maybe I did this. But in the moment I struggle to like
0: I mean that's just that's just something you work through, which I'm sure you're doing. Yeah. So you mentioned the change. I love that song. I love the production on it. Thank um you. everything about it. When when do you bring the production in when you're writing? Is it like Do you kind of hear it as you're going or is it an after thing or do they send you like a beat first?
2: Um, I go in with my uh, friend Tommy Prophet. He actually produces a lot of my stuff Um, and I go in and we usually make the beats together Mm -hmm. and then I'll take the beats home and write them or write them in the studio and that's how I prefer to do it usually because beats always kind of lead my mind to like a place. The moment I hear it, I'll be like, oh, this makes me feel this way or think about this and then start writing. Yeah. Some beats are harder where, like, like, I Miss the Days, that song, with the choir and everything. That oh, song yeah. took me a long time to write because I just could not figure out what I wanted to say and stuff like that. So it was like, some songs are quicker, some songs, like The Search, that's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. But it took me a long time.
0: How do you determine when, like, the flow in it? Like, when you want to pick it up or, like, I mean, because you do, like we said, just such different variations in each song. Like, how do you decide what goes where?
2: Like, you mean in one song or you mean the whole record, how the record flows?
0: Um, well, I was going to say one song, but both, to be honest.
2: Um. I can just tell when like something's going on too long. Okay. Like, and you should Or I'll be it like, oh, this doesn't feel right. The beats not building quick enough, or I need to be rapping different here because it sounds like I did the same thing for too long. Or I'm usually pretty good at like feeling that out. But as far as the records, I'm super, we live in like a world now where I feel like records are kind of becoming like a thing of the past where it's like more about singles. Like yeah. people are putting out records, but it's more like, But well, I just don't live there. I'm like, I love making albums and I like the album cover and the music videos and that like everything to like flow as much as possible.
0: But that's what your that's what your fans are there for and I yeah. I liked that in the one um the one song you mentioned, you know that they're pressing you to post on social media more and yeah. you know what I mean and you're trying to resist that and I think it's great that I mean you do keep off as much as you can and you do your own thing and people are still there for you and you're still seeing the success that you are.
2: Yeah. No, I... uh, Yeah, and leave me alone when I kind of talk about that. It's like the things that bother me about this industry, I also like sometimes because... (laughs) i like that not everyone knows who i am but kind of a lot of people do know who i am or that i can go to a city and sell out a show but i could also grab a burger down the street and like no one in there would even know who i was or like you know like i like that so that's definitely a fear of mine of like losing that and that's why i kind of talk about fame on this record a little bit about feeling like this fame character or whatever you want to call it is like reaching towards me like hey come on let's do this and i'm kind of like hmm I yeah. Know.
0: I think it was so cool like it it kind of felt like a bridge from Perception and then you did No Name for the yep. last tour yep. and that No Name kind of felt like a bridge to this album because it yep. like connected you talking about all the success from Let like You Down going into that. Yeah. Um are and you going to Why
2: yeah, why came out after that and then we put that on the record. So yeah, it all connects. Sometimes I look back after and I'm like, man, it's crazy how it actually all connected, but like I was saying earlier, it's like I think because I am writing about my feelings and things. It's yeah. like, How can I that's not? what's happening. So it's kind of <laughs> like, you know.
0: What do you have planned for tour? Any? I mean, I know you, you're a production guy and you like putting on details and everything. Like last yeah. tour, you had the cage. What are we talking
2: about? I'm not sure yet, but if I did know, I probably wouldn't tell you. Cause <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's I'm fair. i just being honest. I uh, know, I get <laughs> it. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I'm not sure. I just want to put on... A good show for my fans and put on yeah just put on the best show i can and i got like a really good team of people so yeah see what we can come up with
0: okay one last question because yeah. they're asking me to wrap up but you say ruminating was yeah. that on purpose to put your name in it
2: no ruminating you mean, <laughs> you can google what ruminating i know means. what it means oh, okay. but i
0: heard it and you're so clever in some of your stuff like no. in that one video when you wrote the date of time coming out i was like I don't know he might be kind of throwing no, us a pun no. there
2: ruminating <laughs> is exactly what it is it's just the well, looping your, of like your name's a, in it <laughs> yeah
0: well always a pleasure to talk to hey, you hey
2: thank you so much yeah Appreciate it. thanks for the interview for sure spanky's corner
1: a podcast hi hi how's it going hello six thing <laughs> I don't
3: know what we call it. we're at lalapalooza that's where we're
0: at yeah
1: at that thing
3: yeah that thing what
1: time do you go on today
3: Five forty. All right. Yeah so at the BMI My Stage.
1: You're getting all of the promo stuff out of the way early.
3: Yeah, it's been fun. Do
1: you like that better to do it early or after? What's your pro-
3: I feel like it's more fun to do it before because then after I can just like run around the festival and see all my favorite bands, right?
0: Oh really? Probably Who are you gonna know. go watch?
3: Um well, Tame Impala is like my all-time favorite mm-hmm. band, so I'm yeah. very excited to go see that. It was hard to choose between Childish Gambino and Tame Impala because they're at the same time. It's
1: literally Sophie's choice.
3: So I might try to see half. I don't know. Half and half um, of each. What I don't stage? know.
1: stage? Because uh, are they on the opposite stage from one another right over here? Or, are they, or is Tame Impala on the polite?
3: I've not done my research. Neither have I. That's
1: no That's I'm asking the question. Open. None of us clearly <laughs>
3: have We'll so figure there. it out when this They're on two comes. separate stages. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you that.
1: <laughs> we saw one of your people yesterday. Who? Fitz from Fitz and the Tantrums.
3: Hell yeah. He's dope. He's the best. He says hello. Yes.
1: He kept that seat warm for you. And he also mentioned that uh, you guys were doing like a show or two together coming
3: up? Yeah, it's dope. So Fitz and the Tantrums are on tour with Young the Giant right now. And it just so happened that they needed an opener for the Phoenix show, which is my hometown. So it it worked out like perfectly. Yeah. I'm stoked. It's next weekend. That's great.
0: Yeah. Did you grow up going to any music festivals at all? Like, are you a music festival person?
3: I Well, I haven't been to, like, Coachella yet, which is so weird. And this is my first time being at Lala. But growing up in Phoenix, they had this thing called McDowell Mountain Music Festival that was really fun. And I got to play that for a couple of years. And, like, the shins headlined and, like, Weezer. Like, it was great. And, yeah. and Beck and Spoon. Like, it was dope. So that was really, like, my only festival experience until now. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's cool. crazy. Do you really want to go to Coachella?
3: I want to go... But I'm also kind of scared. It seems like a very Instagram thing. Right.
1: That's exactly. Because I'm the same way. That's and, why I still like that.
3: Right? I know. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll like be the coolest looking person just like posing in front of everything. Everyone else there is so hot. And then yeah. I'd roll in and not I'll know girl, what to do with myself. Look, your
1: outfit. Your outfit, your outfit no, looks great. Come on,
3: I got the neon. Killer. It's definitely the festival vibe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you want to um, play a quick game? What? You want to play a quick game? Let's do it. What's this in
3: here? Trash talk. Oh, good. You, you get it? What
1: you get it? It's in a it's, trash can. I love it. Yeah, it all, makes all you sense. To do
3: is just pick a question out and answer. All right. I thought we were gonna be trash talking people. That's not one it is. Oh, it might there lead might,
1: into it, that. There it's there Disappointing.
3: Oh, okay. Who would you rather fight, Justin Bieber or Tom Cruise? Well, Tom Cruise like doesn't he do his own stunts?
1: He does. He did in the uh, Mission Impossible. He and he broke a leg or something, right? I think he's broken many.
0: So he's I would fight
3: him. Yeah, head. I would fight him then because he doesn't. He has a broken leg. <laughs>
1: just pick on the man with one leg. Yeah, exactly. He needs to drink some milk.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Get those bones strong.
1: Justin Bieber is young and fit, but Tom Cruise is why he's gotta be pushing like sixty now, right? Yeah, no. Really? I think so. Oh,
3: yeah, he's killing it. Well
0: well, they challenged
1: each other to a fight a few weeks ago. Did you see that? Or Justin Bieber did or something? Justin
0: wanted to fight him really bad and he kept like tweeting him and then he was like, Oh, I'm just kidding like when he started to take it seriously.
3: Because he knew he'd get his ass kicked. Yeah.
1: we'll do one more we'll do the last one because it's
3: your favorite thing about grandmas I love that I have three and they are all so dope. I think my favorite thing is that they always have all the like good food at their house. I know it's so basic.
1: It's not basic. But That's they always have the fact. good
3: food and then one of my grandma's like, my nonna actually, would always like slip me like little drinks of things that like wine at Christmas and I was like oh she's so cool. I think that was my favorite thing about my grandma. Yeah. How
1: old were you when she was slipping you that wine?
3: I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call her out like that. You know this <laughs> last year, right? But she I'm
0: a kidding. cool grandma I'm a
3: cool grandma right
1: yeah uh, your music so where can we find your music and the whole deal so anybody discovering you for the very first time let's say where can we find your music Just anywhere you get your music yeah or you just look
3: up upsell on Spotify Apple music all the things it's there or my website where or go follow me on Instagram it's everywhere
1: UPSAHL yes I can spell
3: I know, killing it. Some people can't spell it. I don't know
1: what time anybody's playing around here, but I know I can spell everybody's name. And that's half the battle.
3: (laughs) Well, there's no reward for a spelling
0: bee. That's
1: true. (laughs) That's true. Were you a good speller growing up?
3: I think, oh, one time I was in a spelling bee actually. And there was this joke that was, I'm not even going to tell a story, but I got to the very last round. And because of a joke that was like drilled into my head, I added an S to the end of a word and like lost the spelling bee and like cried myself to sleep. It was so sad. That's not even fair. You pluralized
0: it.
1: I know.
3: It was really sad.
1: Do you remember what word?
3: It was machines. Yeah. And there was some joke. I don't even know what it was. The word was machine. I was like four obviously cuz like it's the it's a very small word. And like I don't remember the joke, but I I it and I added an S just like by instinct, and I literally was so I was so sad. It was you're, very depressing. You're
1: like I'm just gonna go music with music from here on <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah,
3: I can't spell. It. I'm sticking <laughs> with music exactly.
1: Well, the Upsall Music Machine will be happening today. Uh, which stage? You're on the BMI stage. BMI stage, stage yeah. Ah. Five
3: forty, killed it. Are yeah. you hanging out at all through the weekend? Yeah, I'm here all day tomorrow too. Just catching a bunch of acts and stuff. So who I'll you, be here.
0: Who are you looking forward to tomorrow?
3: Um, who? Well, Twenty One Pilots mm. is dope. Who else is playing tomorrow? I'm just gonna play it by ear and just run around.
1: Little Wayne. Oh, okay. I thought oh, he was
3: tonight. You yeah. see <sighs> that?
1: Gary Clark Jr. is tomorrow. I
3: need to see that.
1: They're back to back to back on that stage right there. Oh, the good stage. So yeah. Just, I can just up camp. camp.
3: Yeah, mm. exactly. I'm that's, stoked. It'll be fun. Yeah.
1: Th- thank you for coming. by.
3: Thank you so much. Seriously. Appreciate thank taking you. some time. Thanks,
1: guys. Spanky's Corner,
4: a podcast. Sigrid, hey. How's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? Good
1: saw you a second ago you were doing something with like mtv or something
4: yeah i was i'm running around the press area now yeah (laughs) doing it all
1: yeah what did you say to those tv people
4: what did i say yeah i didn't say any i don't think i said anything controversial i talked about my festival things i usually do yeah did did they ask you
1: any good (laughs) questions or
4: they asked me about vocal warm-ups oh and necessities at a festival. So I gave them some tips.
1: <laughs> what was your tips? We're just going to piggyback off their interview. <laughs> nice
4: one. You're going <laughs> to rip interview. up all their questions. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> nice one.
1: Where are you from originally? Norway?
4: I'm from Norway, yeah. What I far? still live there. Um, I'm from a part um, like the West Coast. So it's a place called Aldersen. It's really small. Like shipping town, fish, shipping, coast. Boats, but I live in the capital now, Oslo. Um, Yeah,
1: I've only been in Norway once. Oh, not gonna make this about me. But the reason why I bring it up is Uh because it is the most expensive effing place I've ever been to in my life. I know, girl. It costs twenty-seven dollars to have a beer.
4: I know, it's like a month's salary if you want to go out. That's why people don't really go to restaurants or bars in Norway. We just buy a lot of alcohol and we bring it home. (laughs) 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 So bad. That's what we do. But (laughs) I guess when you
1: come here, though, for you, it's like it's a dream. Everything's like off.
4: It's great. <laughs> I've been eating loads of pizza here. Yeah. It is Having a good a great time. for the pizza city. And it's the pizza place. Yeah. Are you
0: a thin crust, a regular, or like a deep dish kind of girl?
4: I got this question five minutes ago. Oh. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> and I just, I feel like this is like the question of the day, but Did thin, MTV thin ask crust. You yeah, I love thin crust. Yeah? yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, no, because the deep dish is the Chicago thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: But the thin crust here, honestly, don't tell anybody, is just as good, if not better, than the well, deep dish. And I yeah. like
0: deep dish, but I feel like I it's have, have not eaten for hours. It's like a lasagna.
4: Exactly.
1: <laughs> We've asked all the basic questions <laughs> so far. It's not a snack. Anything else MTV covered that we didn't? Or <laughs> <laughs> what time do you go on?
4: Um, Four, if four. I remember correctly. So
1: coming up pretty quick. Yeah. So how long do you play?
4: I play for an hour. Yeah. And we did an after show yesterday at Talia Hall, which was really fun. That's a great venue. The after show. Yeah, it was lovely. I've heard it's like, is it pretty new but like in a very old
1: exactly yeah old venue you nailed it yeah
4: beautiful so nice crowd incredible actually one of my favorite shows wow really really good crowd they were like mega into it and like singing every lyric
0: so how do the crowds differ do you feel like than performing like back home where you're from to like Mm. in the u.s
4: i feel like u.s people give a lot of themselves which i really love i think okay i love norway right but Norwegians tend to be a bit like um, reserved yeah a bit reserved and like if you give Norwegians enough alcohol (laughs) they'll open up at a show but like but it's so expensive they can't drink it's so expensive no but it's it's easier to get American crowds going I think because I feel like people are very open here which I love so it just gives me a lot of energy and again that feeds off back again because it's a communication thing it's not you yeah. know we feed off each other's energy so I love playing here and this is your first Lala right first Lala first time in Chicago oh wow and then we're going on our first Amer- uh, North American tour this fall which I'm really excited I about I like how
1: you switch from American to North American there must be some Canadian dates in there or something yes didn't you just come off tour weren't you on tour in Europe
4: with uh, uh, Maroon 5 right? yes <laughs> basically all the time on tour I have good breaks in between but I was on tour with Maroon 5 in Europe and then I was with George Ezra in the UK, and That's then we're great. doing festivals. Those I'm are going. Some big names. Yeah, That's it's great. really fun, and we're doing so many festivals all over Europe, and then these festivals here. Yeah.
1: How often do you see Adam Levine backstage at your show? <laughs> and and follow up question before you answer the first question is how often is he just walking around shirtless backstage? I
4: knew you were gonna ask that. <laughs> uh, I never saw him uh, shirtless backstage. I did not. Oh. Uh, but nice band. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Really we've never good. seen him with a shirt on on stage no. so
4: well yeah it definitely came off <laughs>
1: <laughs> where can we find your music
4: where can you find my music yeah because
1: you're kind of in between things right now right so you had i had Just an album touring yeah. and
4: Yeah, so So I released my album in March, I think, and then it's just been like going and going, so it's still available everywhere. Um, And currently it's just touring off the back of the album, and I'll be back with new music, obviously. I don't have any dates for it yet, I'm, you know, working on it and taking my time, but one thing at a time, that's my my go-to thing now. Do
0: you work on it while you tour?
4: I always write. I okay. always write down ideas. I have a thing on my iPhone, and I, I note in the notes app, and I just like write it. All the time, <laughs> wherever I am, and write down melodies and everything. But like to fully like um, finish a song, I need to be in a studio. I need to look at it as like going to work. It's like my office in a way. Yeah. And I can't do that on tour. I know a lot of artists do that, but for me, I need to be like focused on like I'm doing this now. Duh, duh. So yeah, I'll go back to the studio. Yeah.
0: Where's the most random Something. place you got an idea for a song that you're like, oh, I gotta write this down.
4: It has happened at parties, which is a bit annoying because like, then, then I'll be the annoying one like, oh, sorry, just got to go to the bathroom. And then I'm in the bathroom just She's like, like ah. you suck. I got to go write about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank Have you fun for today. having me. Yeah. yeah. So you. hopefully
0: this matches up with how great the energy was last night. Yes. I think it will. I'm
1: excited
4: to see it. I yeah. think it'll be good.
0: All the artists always say that the energy at Lala is like...
4: It's a really nice festival. So far, so good. Yeah.
1: And enjoy the 80 degree weather. It's warm. or Or what, in your world, it's what, 25 degrees? Did I get it?
4: It's actually really warm in Norway, too. It's actually yeah. warmer than it is here now.
1: well 25 what? Celsius? I was doing the conversion for you.
4: Mm. Did I get it close? It's no, well, yeah, it's like over 30 Celsius now. Oh,
1: no, I did not get it close. <laughs> I did my best, and that's all I that matters Thank you good. for coming by. Thank you,
4: Thank you, so you much. for having me. Appreciate it.
1: Spinky's Corner.
0: A podcast!
5: Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, oh, yippee. What was the song? <laughs> I can't remember that song. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. That's all I remember. Yeah. This was Snoop Dogg. As yeah. a Snoop.
0: Was that his big Snoop. song though, or did he have one on his own? Um, I
5: think he had something else that was. We're bigger, good, but we'll have to look this up. I was confused. Everybody sounds Rebecca's good. recorded? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh Romeo had really- That's right. Oh, it was like the Strike counter- One. Move from Keanu- with counter Keanu- Reeves, the one uh, yes. Hardball. Yes. Was he was He was classic. in. Classic. Hey, wait, wait. <laughs> hey, our, our,
0: our, our G baby. Hey, Arthur can't talk about G.
5: Our name is G, so we call him G baby all the time. I know his name is G. we can't talk about G baby right now. You know the beautiful thing is they
1: started recording halfway through a conversation about Little Romeo. Oh, (laughs) really? Nice. This is is really great A content. What's
0: that movie? Hardball.
1: Hardball. 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 And that was
0: the name
1: of the song. You guys are shade, by the way. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) we We are shade. shade. (laughs) (laughs) But back to hardball. (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You guys should do a cover.
1: You guys have been the one act I've caught any amount of time uh, watching at all in the last day and a half Oh a little bit earlier today. Cool amazing oh
5: thanks Aww, thank so again the
1: ass kissing portion of this interview out of the way <laughs>
0: not done congrats on all your success <laughs> and honestly getting in an apple commercial i always say it i feel like it's the hbo of music like oh, you've yeah. made it like you've you <laughs> definitely put that on the show you definitely would agree
1: um certainly certainly uh, helped. Dream. yeah have, where were you, like, have you seen it actually live on TV? When it Because it came out, what, like, December, January, or somewhere like yeah. at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you ever so, seen it live on TV when you've just been sitting around the house?
6: We don't have uh, yeah. a TV. We yeah. A TV. So, um, we, I saw it a couple times on Hulu when I was watching it on my computer and then we saw so it your
5: grandma's house with your grandma oh yeah
6: we saw it with my that grandma was that see was a, that um, was a moment was
1: grandma proud
6: grandma is so proud but it, it's funny it's just like the radio every time we get in the car we would like immediately turn on all the channels and try to see if we can hear trampoline I've heard it so we, fi- I-
5: we caught it we, ca- we've caught, we it. Yeah, we've caught it yeah we caught it as song
1: luckily the song is so funny, th- funny. It's gotten more plays than we've heard it recently. Well, I'll yeah.
0: tell you what. If you're out here and you turn on our station, you'll hear it. We play it all the time. <laughs> uh,
1: awesome, right? thank, thank you. In yeah. fact, not even lying, we just played it five minutes ago. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. We're right at 2.30, so Incredible. no awesome. coincidence whatsoever.
0: So I know you two, like, obviously met in the womb. Um, yeah. How did yes. you all come together as a band? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we
6: um, we actually, these guys were playing in the 9.30 club and in D.C., and I ended up at that show. Yeah, and we were all in high school. We were all in high school oh, really? and yeah. just kind of uh-huh. became best friends after that. And yeah.
5: Chelsea needed a driver. That's really what it came down to. I did. That's. I didn't that's have my license and they license drove
6: like a huge uh, Crown Vic with a bucket seat in the have front. So
5: all
1: three of us would sit in the front. Car. Nice. Like, yeah, the old cop car. The old cop, right? cop yeah.
5: car. Yeah, that's what we drove. Chelsea always so sat right in So they drove me around
6: for years. And then we became friends. <laughs> so. Yeah, we
1: were like, we'll drive you around, but you have to like sing in our band. And I was kidding. 930 so Club, that's like the big famous one, right? Is yeah. that the one that, um, did you ever see that Sonic Highways thing that Dave Grohl did with Foo Fighters on HBO? Mm-hmm. It was out a couple years ago, but yeah, I think I know he you're did a about. show there, if I'm, I'm sure right. Sounds familiar.
5: I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it has that reputation yeah. of being like the best He's, venue in the country, and it really is like fantastic place. He's from Northern Virginia, too. Yeah. We, live in, we live in Maryland, all of us now, but he actually got in a car crash with my uncle. Wait, what? Yeah, Dave what? Grohl, like, hit my uncle in a car. It, I don't think there was any drunk, you know, alcohol no, no. involved. But yeah, it was like, uh, this was when Dave Grohl was like, Nirvana was just getting going. And yeah, he hit my uncle's car, but my uncle was a fan, so I don't think he pressed charges. So Well, well, wait, actually, just, just to say one more thing, remember? Dave Grohl showed up in court with a mohawk. <laughs>
1: Yes, that like is true. like that a, Like is a, a true.
5: dyed like some crazy color mohawk. Uh-huh. Apparently, so.
1: So when you say hit him with a car, like they were in two different vehicles. They were in two yes. different vehicles.
5: Okay,
0: yes. not him, the person. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. they yeah.
5: were in two, two different two vehicles. vehicles, and Dave Grohl just like I don't know.
1: So then your uncle we're gets out him. of his car, which is now yeah. all beat up, and goes, yeah. "Oh my God, you're Dave Grohl." I, I, <laughs> I'm
5: pretty sure that's that is how it went. Yep.
1: I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy.
5: It's a true story. My uncle doesn't. He doesn't. He's not a bull. Like, he's pretty straightforward. That's really so.
1: funny. That is incredible. Sorry, I would love to get Drop in. Drop the Dave mic.
5: There's a, this uh, conversation's over. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah. So, what's next for you guys? You guys are doing the whole circuit thing now. I mean, trampoline's becoming, it's gone from like the, you know, the Apple uh, commercial to bubbling up on the underground, and now it's full on mainstream. Yeah. I heard everybody singing it over there when I was over there earlier. Wow. So, what's next? Well,
6: we're going to Japan in a week and a half. For two weeks we're playing Summer Sonic which we're super excited about and working on a full-length album now so kind of um, you know finishing up these festivals and then doing that and then we've got a headlining tour in the fall which we're really excited about so
5: we're just we're trying to write more jams you know that's that's the whole goal
0: do
6: you have an idea of when the album's gonna be out
5: um we're we're really trying to get it ready for the fall so that's that's the goal right now for okay.
1: sure with uh, how long have you been with your uh, with your record label right now?
5: Our record label, Photo Finish, we've been with them from the very beginning, so yeah. they're like we're all in with them. They're great. Our manager G is like one of our best friends, and he works at the label too. So we're just super lucky to have like the most supportive label. And they've just you know it feels like a huge trampling feels like a huge win because we've just been with
1: them from the very beginning. So because that was gonna be my question, like when you when you say you're not really quite sure when the album's coming out or whatever else, you have full support then from your record label to say yeah. just go away, do oh, yeah. what you need to do, uh-huh. and when totally. it's ready, let us know. Totally, totally.
5: definitely, and, they, and also. With the success of this song, we've been, you know, traveling so much, you know, hanging out with people like you guys, awesome radio stations, so it's been hard to, I mean, it's just been hard to find time, honestly, to to work, but they're super supportive, and we've been writing every chance we can, and we're really excited to share new music.
1: How do you write on the road? We have, uh,
5: we got like a little acoustic guitar that we bring with us, and we'll try to, we'll try to kind of strum, strum some stuff in the van. We also, Max and I produce everything in the band pretty much, so we'll, we'll, we'll produce, We'll have our laptops in the car and try to come up with some some ideas and stuff like that too. Yeah.
0: Does the success of Trampoline kind of make it a little bit like more stressful because you, you like you'd feel like you have to live up to that?
5: I would say in some ways yes, but because the song is kind of left to center and it, like it wasn't like it was definitely a little weirder for for our you know our our sound. I guess it's kind of given us more confidence to like explore kind oh. of more non traditional pop. You know, yeah, songs we do have and structures. Pressure,
6: but it's you know, mostly us putting pressure on ourselves to, you know, just continue to grow and, and evolve and you know, write songs that we love and so yeah. Do
1: you remember the first time you're on stage and somebody you you looked out on the crowd and you noticed the crowd singing your lyrics back or singing along with you? Do you remember the first time that happened?
6: I would say our last headlining tour, which was in the winter uh, or like early uh, winter late fall was when we had actually you know gotten on stage we were the headliners people were actually there for us you know we're not just openers and really noticed people way more people singing than generally at you know at, at other shows and super hyped and not just singing trampoline just singing all of our songs so it's really really cool
1: so what's that going to be like then when you go to Japan?
6: I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. To wow. Because I've heard they're so polite that they'll clap for one second, and then they'll just all stop. So I
1: heard I heard a story a long time ago. We had uh, a while back. It was Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park. And I, I asked him kind of the same question, and it was specifically about Japan. And he said exactly what you just said. Ah. They will sit there, and they will watch yeah, and then as soon as you're done, then they will applaud. But until then, it is full focus on you guys. I love
5: that. I think yeah, that's cool. great. I mean, I think it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm they probably really...
0: don't like have a lot of phones. out, like, probably in the moment. Yeah. It's good. What's Let's... that like? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen anything wild happening in the crowd at all? Like doing festivals during your set? Uh,
6: yeah. I feel like some. There was <laughs> a yeah. couple festivals ago. There was oh, yeah. like a situation where a guy was like trying to climb over the security rail, and oh, the yeah. security oh, guard was that. like, "No." so funny things like that someone's passed out before at our shows from heat i think
5: so last night after the show this is a little different but you played a show with bishop briggs and um after the show chelsea got in an uber to go oh to go God. to the hotel and this
6: was insane yeah. i got i i left right this isn't this is totally a different thing but i'll just tell you anyways I left right after the set because I had to go. Snuck home her out the back door. And it was at midnight or whatever. Got to the hotel, and this guy had followed the Uber in a motorcycle no. and had, like, cornered me in the hotel with, like, a stack of posters and stuff for me to sign and was like yeah i just like i saw you i just got on my motorcycle and followed the uber no
5: that was on i mean that's the first time that's ever happened it was so weird so we've had now that was
6: like the strangest thing did you sit there and sign them from i did because i'm really bad at being like Uh,
2: yeah confrontation especially
0: if it was just you yeah i'm sorry that happened
1: Life of a rock star. You guys, Uh, do you want to play a quick game before we set you go? Let's do it. So this is the B ninety six Trash Talk. It's a bucket. Well, it's a trash can of just random questions. Um, If you guys like to, these are listener submitted, by the way. Oh wow! So we went on the uh, the Twitter, um, which is an amazing place. (laughs) Nobody can hear me roll my eyes, but uh, you can grab a question out of there. They're all listeners submitted. They're all ridiculous questions, and we proofread most of them. Okay. So all feel right, free to dive right in. We'll just grab one and we, you guys can all she answer the question. One.
0: If you don't like it though, you can trade it.
1: Absolutely.
5: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Who's going first. I, I can go, go first. Ahead. Spencer, you want to go? I'll go first. We'll go, we'll go in this order. Have you ever eaten soup with a fork just to try? Right. I would say that the only time I've e- e- like eaten soup with the fork is because I didn't have any spoons at the moment. And I was like, you know what? I got to just go with the fork. But I wouldn't say it's it was impossible. by choice.
1: But you gave it, it a go. I gave it
5: a go. Yeah. I've, I've, I've given it a go. Uh, you know, I can't remember. I just, I just vaguely remember trying what to do the say? fork thing. And it <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't the, fun. The Definitely, soup. there's a reason why the spoon works better. Yeah. The soup
1: experience, Chelsea. Wow.
6: What is your favorite type of whale? Um, is a beluga whale a thing? It
1: yes. A wh- yeah. uh,
6: I would say beluga because that just sounds cool. Beluga. <laughs>
0: You're the first one to say beluga to that, and I was yeah. hoping.
5: Okay, we've got a really interesting one here. This person is maybe deranged, but. <laughs> We've got F marry or kill. I'm guessing F stands for.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay.
5: Mashed potato, baked potato, French fries. I'm gonna say F the mashed potato. Sorry, I have just have to say that. I feel like that would that would probably I would marry the mashed
6: potato. The mashed potato is like kind of a funny, like quirky, tasty, buttery thing. But
5: okay, this is my this is my question here. Okay, so I would F the mashed potato. I would definitely marry the uh, I would marry the baked potato. I don't know, it just feels feels more wholesome and I would I would kill I would
1: kill French fry. I don't know. Okay. Wow, bold bold take on the French yeah. fries there. Okay. There is one question, I was hoping you're gonna draw okay. it, Chelsea. In there the, there is one question that's what's the best thing about grandmas? And since we were talking about your grandma <laughs> earlier. Really, um, oh my gosh, what's I'll the best have thing, you answer that.
6: What's the best thing about grandma? Well my grandma has a six pack. What? She is the most fit lady I've ever seen. So um how many, many sit-ups does she, she do? Everywhere? She does like 100 sit-ups a day and walks like three miles. She's she, she's amazing. So I'm always envious of her six-pack. So that's what I would say.
1: You guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing along. Continued success. And uh, I'm so bad at wrapping these up, but I guess we're done. Thanks, I shade. guess so. I think we're, we're going to go watch Hardball, right? Yeah. Yes.
6: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, guys.
1: Spanky's Corner. I'm Cast.
7: Max, you beauty, look oh, at you. Gorgeous, looking so good, oh looking God. so fresh. Well, Shoot.
0: thanks for allowing me to hop in your DM and invite oh. you to come
7: oh, here. I love. I love that we see, now we're finally in Chicago. I feel like I've seen you in so many different cities Just around our great. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just Detroit?
0: Yeah. But you know what made me laugh was when I uh, went to message you, I looked at our last message and it was me asking you to try to bite your nose and you sent me a video.
7: Did I? <laughs> yeah, it's
0: you going.
7: <laughs> wow, I didn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't bite my nose. No, it's it's very impossible. Are you a use. big basketball fan, or is that just uh, yeah, a shirt? No, yeah, I really am. Yeah, oh, I got a shirt that says,
1: "I love this game." It's
8: that like would be an absolute I, lie if you didn't. I yeah. love it
7: too much too. I'm a Knicks fan, and it hurts my soul. Oh my god, every day. Dude, how are you doing? It's I just the part Yeah, it's okay.
1: You get through it. You know, we're Bulls fans here, I know. so it's a little bit of a rough go too. Not as bad as the Knicks, but yeah,
7: you, you got know. you got the you got the history though. At least you got that Michael Jordan <sighs> life. Are you a Bulls fan now too? I
0: just I don't sports. That's
7: fine. Don't yeah, sports. I, you don't need to stay music. I
0: mean, I'm not gonna pretend. You don't need to <laughs> <laughs> stay fashion. Stay then color. Because somebody will throw me a fact and I'll be like, uh
1: huh. <laughs> exactly. Know who Michael Jordan is. Yes. Jordan or LeBron? What do you think, Jordan? Yes. Okay. Oh, the, she's wearing Jordans. Okay, absolutely. You have such little
7: itty bitty feet. I, your know, Jordans. I do. They're great. Where's where's Missus? Missus is uh, hanging with the dog and her best friend, who actually just uh, got engaged here in Chicago. So they're hanging out. Cool. Nice. Keeping it cute. Key- you know, I met I met Emily, I proposed to Emily with Lights Down Low here in Chicago. Yeah. Well, I did. That's right. That's the story.
1: And you lived here for a long period of I time. I
7: did, I lived here for like a year.
0: I was so excited to see your news last night, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh,
7: yeah. I'm super, I know. We just found out about it, which is, which is, it's kind of, last minute things are sometimes the best because you're like, oh, snap, we all got to bring our A game and do well, the whole thing. Well, it seems
0: like you guys just started like really picking up with the shows. Like, I'm such a, I'm so rooting for you and Quinn ninety two. Oh, thank career, you. And like, so when I saw him post it first, I commented, i was like, I'm so proud. <laughs>
7: thank you, baby. <laughs> Yeah, it's been an awesome ride with the song, and having Quinn on "Love Me Less" has been—he's just—he's another we're, same year we were—we're we're both married boys. It's nice to like be in the game together and just—and just fight for it. When are you doing that? We're doing it on Tuesday. Jimmy Kimmel Tuesday. I just as got the in design the next Tuesday. As in, like this, like in like five days. So
1: we're recording this Friday. This yeah, is gonna be put out on Friday. So as in, like th- the next coming Tuesday.
7: Literally, it will be this Tuesday on your TVs with a wild world that we are creating as I speak on my phone <laughs> with with the whole for thing. That? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I've been going back and forth with the original keyboard player roger who wrote the song with us he also did sickle mode broccoli like he's these iconic keys parts he'll be playing live with us for the first time which is cool and he's sending me voice memos of the intro for the song and and i'm like going we're like rehearsing from a distance and then monday we'll all come together have you done Kimmel before no it's my first time super excited have you ever met him no i haven't i'm excited. I've heard he's a nice guy. What did
0: you just do? Is it Regis and Kelly?
7: Yeah, we just did uh, Kelly and Ryan, which was awesome. Um, What century are you living in? Regis is there in spirit. Yeah, we just did Kelly and Ryan, which is fun. Uh, We have one
1: of them, right? Regis hasn't been on the
7: show in like seven years. Okay, stop it. (laughs) Okay,
1: stop
7: (laughs) that. Stop
1: it. His spirit was there. You're going to do Johnny Carson this week, too?
7: Yeah, Johnny Carson's this week, man. Letterman, Leno. We are doing (laughs) an Ed Sullivan show in a couple weeks. It's going to be super tight. Red Penner. (laughs) 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 Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's going to be fire.
1: You come to Lala. We ran into you last year. Like, you just come out and hang out and just do... Because you were jumping on some stage on the stage with some people.
7: Yeah, right? yeah I'm going I'm to be with my boy Weathen today and Matoma. I'm popping out in their sets. I love those two. And they're the best. They're actually at the same time, so I will have to jet from one performance to the other very quickly, and we'll see how that works out. We'll know. After. Well, and you
1: blend right in, so you'll be able to roll through the crowd without a problem. And there you go, went, right? With
7: shirts, my bright yellow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm, uh, I'm hyped. I, uh, I have a show on Sunday anyway here in Chicago, which worked out perfectly, and I was like, oh, I'll just hang at Lala, which any excuse to hang at Lala... When i'm not playing properly is the best
1: where's the show in chicago
7: um we're doing a really tiny intimate show at shuba's and uh yeah
1: that's a great venue oh it's so
7: cool man i'm uh, i love it it was actually one of the first spots i played here and uh yeah it sold out in like a couple seconds this time which is so sick so sold here yep, uh, I'm, I'm i love my chicago people man they go hard this is honestly probably one of my favorite cities to play in the world it's yeah. like so much love in chicago so it's cute, and it feels like home. Probably,
1: you know, with the wife going to college here and whatever else. Does she pick and choose where she goes with you now? Yeah. as far as like on tour,
7: pretty much. Yeah, she chooses. Uh, she chooses the places she's into, and then the other places, she's like, I'm gonna just stay home and uh, watch some movies and you know, enjoy some legal marijuana. So I'm like,
1: <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> See, that's the benefit of having a uh, like you know a famous pop star husband. <laughs> You know, you get to pick and choose where you want to go, and then stay home at home for the rest of them and watch Friends or whatever. There you, know? you go. Yeah, yeah. she's
7: she's doing it. She's killing it. She's doing like um, she's really on her spiritual kick, and she's been like doing tarot readings for everyone. And there's some there's some cool stuff in the works. There, some uh, some fun things. Has she she's done one on you. Um, I funny enough, um, she's done them a few times on me, but I'm 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 being the supportive husband. I don't know if I truly. Am as into it as I should be. You know, are you guys into that stuff? No, not really, stuff? no. But I like that it gives a sense of positivity and purpose, and like if you're looking for answers, it's a nice thing. You know, so we'll see. It's uh, it's something really cool that I'm proud that she's making making a thing of.
1: Do you think it's kind of like bullshit?
7: No, I don't. I wouldn't say <laughs> bullshit. I think I think it's it's um,
0: it's just a belief system almost, and it, it, I mean, it's not what you live by. Exactly.
7: You know? I, I'm definitely a universe person. Like when some terrible. Sh- I'm, I'm like, there's something grander for this. Like, there's something is gonna come out of this. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, cause if you don't think that way, then, then, it, then, then things just really suck. I feel like. Yeah. You gotta have some belief in it.
0: Uh, so when was this whole yellow theme birthed?
7: The yellow theme was birthed. I had a period where I couldn't speak for like four months, and I had this surgery on my throat. Oh and my god, really? I woke up out of it, and I was like, yo, yellow gives me hope, makes me feel like there's. A better time ahead and i have never done a color theme for an album and it just it just feels right so oh
0: so this is for the albums do you think
7: oh it's not stop.
0: albums to come would be like a different color like purple perhaps
7: okay. perhaps a purple i know purple is your color so let's go yeah, yeah i just dropped this other record called acid dreams and i'm wearing it's like purple on yellow so it's a purple suit on a yellow background la so lakers let's go
0: <laughs> this is you right here there
7: you go See, she does know sports. Oh, Look she does.
0: No, it's, it's just the
7: one. <laughs> so you weren't able to talk for four months? Yeah, it was it was wild, man. I learned some sign language with my wife, which was cool. And, you know, and we have a little secret down. language, which was cool. So not only couldn't you not sing, like legit, you could not talk. So when I, there were two months where I only, I had a whole tour when I found out that I was going to get this surgery. So I only used my voice for the shows. And then otherwise I didn't speak at all. So it was almost like this strange, like I was in a jail in my mind for this voice thing. And then I would let out for like singing monkey, like perform and then I'm back in the jail, you know? And it was it was crazy because I then had two months where I legitimately couldn't make a sound. And that was, I, I prepped for it, I guess, but it was still, it was intense. But a lot of singers go through it. I have to thank, you know, Megan Trainor and Christina Perry and all these singers who have gone through the same thing and they gave me all the tips. They were like, get this app big. Get this thing for your voice. Like, it's, uh, we're vocal athletes. It's just like a basketball player, you know, getting an injury. It happens and people know how to get over it. So, on a very basic level, if someone,
1: you always hear when somebody has like a sore throat or they lose your voice, what do you do? You've been through it where you couldn't even talk in a major surgery. Like, if you just have like a sore throat or you can't talk for a minute, what's the remedy? Because we always hear weird things
7: in radio and we lose our voice. People are like, try this yeah, one.
0: Yeah. When I came back from Vegas, I didn't have a voice and I made like myself like this disgusting cocktail
7: i got a lot of things uh raw ginger that's Mm -hmm. an easy one it looks kind of like a strange root that looks like a lot of penises and you just cut it up (laughs) and uh, you put that in your hot water and your tea that's a that's a great one um there's this thing it's like it's like a portable humidifier use that I i have it with me and it's just like just use that every day and then rest honestly it's like it's just you just have to be able to not Use it. It's just you know, if you if you work out for like two hours, you're probably not going to go and work out for another hour. Oh, we have don't to, do that. You have to rest yeah. it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so, Jägermeister is not a thing.
7: Um, not so much Jägermeister, probably. Um, I,
1: know, I thought but, it was. You know,
7: live your best life if that's yeah. what you want to do. Can we play one quick game before you go?
1: I'm this in. is B ninety six Trash Talk. Ooh. Reach in, grab a question. These are listeners submitted questions. We did not write these. These are from listeners. All right. Um, and it's out of a garbage can. Just grab a
7: question. And oh. boom, I got it. Thank you for digging deep because everyone, wanna... everyone just sure it's grabs crazy. right off the top. The question is, what is the worst text you've accidentally sent to the wrong person? <laughs> That's a good one. The worst text I've sent, probably uh, probably the one where I, and I learned from it, but I was definitely talking someone pretty intensely, like being like, yo, I can't stand this guy, whatever else. And then I sent it to him, of course, on a group text. With the other person I meant to send it to. Oh my god! So that's why, obviously, it went, and uh, and it made me realize, you know what? If you don't have anything nice to say, maybe don't (laughs) talk, especially on text that can be sent to someone else. (laughs) That that feels like the move. Uh, So sometimes you got to learn from bad experiences. But um, that guy is not my friend anymore. So. (laughs) Whoops. Probably not. (laughs) What What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?
1: (laughs) Always great to catch up, man. Great to
7: hang, guys. Thanks for all the love. Yeah, appreciate it. Max. Yeah, baby. Spanky's Corner. A podcast.
1: Alec Benjamin. Hey. We're looking at the camera, right? Or No, We can look Benjamin? at us or whatever. You, you,
0: just, just talk. You okay. some,
1: <laughs> by the way, as long as we're talking about the camera, you have your name on your shirt, which is a bold power oh, move right yeah, there. That man. is
0: a power play.
8: Well, it's not so much a power play so much as I need to buy new clothes, and the only clothes I have are merch that's <laughs> left over from tour. So it's kind of the opposite of a power play.
1: So if people come out to Lala, they can buy that hoodie?
8: Oh, they can't, actually. This is like one of the last ones left over from tour, but they can buy it online if they want. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have merch here. That's also. Oh, like we a- meet, we might have merch here actually. Never mind, we had some last night because I played a show um, last night at Shubas and just like an after show or whatever. I suppose it's a pre show because it was at midnight, so it was in the morning before us <laughs> But they called it after show. I don't know.
0: That's also like a good way to walk through crowds and like not get mobbed because they'll be like, "Wow, that fan looks just like him." <laughs> um,
8: well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, you're in the middle of like how many shows are you playing this weekend? Seventeen. 20? No,
8: well, we're playing, so I'm going to play one after this, and then we go to uh, Canada for Oceaga, and I'm playing uh, probably a couple there, so, like, five or six. But, um, no, just it's actually cool when people come, come up to me and, uh-huh. and talk about, like, oh, like... Um, your music affected me in some way or whatever that's always like really exciting so I'm not never trying to avoid those that's good yeah have you heard any
0: like really good stories from people like your music did this for me or
8: Um, I mean I think they're all good in their own way everybody is affected differently by music some people don't like my music which is like if I don't even mind that because if, if they're like if it had an effect on them and it compelled them to let me know how much they didn't like it at, <laughs> at least it wasn't like at least I'd rather effective. be on one side of the spectrum or the other not like in the like eh yeah, you know? yeah, so you love it, it or fine. hate it hopefully yeah. is where I to
0: well in every realm of entertainment is subjective, you know what I mean? Like everybody likes and doesn't like whatever. Yeah, so. I like your hair. Oh, thank you.
8: Yeah <laughs> uh, She <laughs> so, blends in with our surroundings, right? I, was, I yeah. didn't just
0: dye it for this weekend
8: So if you get scared you could just like <laughs> just com- just melt it yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, So I saw your Instagram story that this is like one of the coolest things that you've gotten to do Yes, it one is. of the that you just did. Yeah, so tell us about that. How was it?
8: Well, the crowd was incredible. Chicago is one of the most amazing cities I've ever been to. Like, it's so cool to be like right by the water, and also, um, I don't know. It's just the. It was just an amazing. It was amazing. It was really cool. Like people know the music and they were singing the words, and um, it was just a great crowd. I think. I think a majority of the show. It's funny. I, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like. Just it was one of the best crowds I've ever played to. It was awesome. It's like it's a dream come true. Everybody dreams of like one day being on the lineup for Lollapalooza, you know. So getting yeah. to do a set it was it was awesome.
0: Where yeah. are you from? I'm from Arizona. Okay, so I was gonna say, what was like your music festival growing up?
8: Well, we had. I wasn't really a music, I didn't go to a lot of music festivals, um, because I think like also at that time, like the artists that I was listening to didn't really, I feel like festivals are now more open to sort of more pop music, but I listened to a lot of singer songwriters like John Mayer and stuff, so they weren't really like, they were playing like Monterey Jazz Festival and stuff, but they weren't really booked on the lineups at like your pop festivals, um, or like whatever music it was, but I went to some rock festivals, I guess like there's a radio station in Arizona called The Edge. So yeah, ed- Yeah, I went to Edgefest a bunch of times. I used to really be into heavy metal. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. But even then I think Everybody always like Lollapalooza is like a festival for every state. Everybody talks about it. I mean everyone when the lineup comes out, you know, people across America and the world are talking yeah. about it. So
0: and the lineup's so broad. Yeah. I mean there's rock, there's pop, there's electronic, there's my parents
8: thing. wouldn't send me to Chicago to go to the festival, otherwise I
1: might have. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talk about it because occasionally with Lala you see like you see like there is always that one or two uh, those one or two people on the internet that say, Well this year's lineup sucks. Every year. So, it's like if you can't find five or six people you like out Dude. of 170, maybe the problem isn't Lollapalooza. Lose right. maybe the problems you there's internet so many poster.
8: it's so so many different acts playing and it's such like a it's such an eclectic mix of, of music so there's something for everybody which is really cool like right before we went on there was I think it was a DJ um, duo or something but they were playing like a lot of hip hop music and I was like well I don't know how this is gonna work when I go out on
1: stage after them but it worked <laughs> yeah what's well, crazy cuz I mean even you as an artist probably get to discover other artists oh yeah has Definitely. there been anybody that you've seen so far this weekend where are like, whoa. Yeah.
8: Um, there has not been because I actually got in yesterday and then I went straight to the venue to sound check. And then we, I, I played like sort of early today, so we haven't seen anyone yet. But there's going to be um, artists that I've always wanted to see that I'm going to see. And at the festivals I played, like the la- over the last few weeks, I discovered a lot of new music. So
0: Who yeah. are those artists that you're so excited to see? I know you said Death Cab.
8: Uh, I love Dead Cat for Cutie. Um, uh, I really like Pink Sweats. Yeah. Yeah, he's super cool. Um, and then uh, I like Jeremy Zucker's music. And there's a lot of different people that I'm excited to see. I wish I could stay for Ariana. I like I her music know. too. I know. Yeah.
0: I am so excited for yeah. her.
1: Do you know? Do you know Jeremy? I do. Yeah. He was here yesterday. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, I love his music. Cool
0: dude. So you mentioned singer-songwriters that you've looked up. Do you, have you ever gotten to work with any of them yet?
8: Uh, I got to work with John. Well, I didn't work with John Stop. Mayer, but I went to his house uh, and I was on his uh, Instagram live show, which oh, was Kurt really Mood. cool. Yeah, I was on Current Mood, which was really dope. Um, and then, um, oh, Billie Eilish did a cover of one of my songs on her Instagram, which is really cool. She posted it. And then I woke up in the morning, had like 50,000 new followers. And I was like, wait, what happened last night? <laughs> did something? You know, what did I do? Um, <laughs> and I've worked in the studio with Khalid a few times as well, which has been really dope. Um, but, you know. I think the hardest thing about like touring and playing festivals is also like still making sure that you're finding time to write music and also just like live so that you have things to write about. Yeah. Um and so I feel like it had a little bit of writer's block in the last few weeks. Yeah. But I think maybe this will be good inspiration.
1: How often so, does that pop up with the writer's block? Is it a is it something that is it just kinda like a like an athlete having a slump? Is that Well, kind of, I think
8: uh, it, it depends on like what the what the cause of the block was. And I think sometimes for me it's not having gotten out and played shows because um, you're writing all this music and you're sitting and you're writing and you're writing and writing and maybe you see your old songs are racking up plays or whatever but it's hard to actually like when you see a stream or a sale or whatever it is a radio spin like it's hard to imagine that there are people behind those um, and so then you kind of get in this place like why am I even doing this and then you come out and you have two great shows and you're like oh that's that's why and then you're I'm like making I want to feature more of my chickens yeah no but that's that's actually exactly what it is you have to like you have to you have to do all fronts and it's really important to get out in front of a crowd and like see how the songs, because the song's not really like alive until you play it yeah. on stage, you know, for people. So
1: yeah, definitely. Alec, thank you for coming by. Thank you for having me. I Appreciate it. Uh, so making the stop, thanks. and thanks for uh, peddling thanks your merch, bud. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go get it on your website. <laughs> thanks a lot. Spanky's Corner. A podcast. Scary pool party. Scary pool party. Hey.
9: What's okay. up, Mister Pool Party? Nothing much. Just chilling, at Lollapalooza.
0: I know you've probably been asked this a million times, but I've never personally asked you this. So where did the name come about?
9: So the name came about, I needed a name for a show that I was playing. And the day before the show, I was at a party and my friends like, Hey, I need a name, texted me and I was like, ah, uh, like, I don't really want to go by my name, Alejandro. Cause I felt like that's like super pretentious. So <laughs> I was like being serious. I was like, nah, like, I don't want to go by my name. So I was at a party and I was like this a scary pool party. So. Uh, as, as you I start. like it
0: though, it sticks. It's different.
9: Yeah. As you've been out talking to people, how many times you've been asked that question? Uh,
1: every, time. <laughs>
0: every time. Well you walked yourself into that. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally saw you on the lineup for this. We were sitting in studio, I think, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, scary, pool party. I wanna I wanna know about the name, and I started Googling and then I like fell in a rabbit hole of watching your videos. <laughs> awesome.
9: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when do you go on or have you gone on? No, play uh, tonight, Park West at, 12, at midnight. Oh, that's and a fun stage. Yeah, yeah. Especially at midnight. Yeah, then tomorrow we play uh, 1245. I mean, uh, 345, sorry. Oh, I, cool. <laughs> you're in a different time zone. Yeah, now. I'm, like, I'm like all over the place. Where
0: are you from?
1: I'm from California. Oh, great. Yeah. Sold out tour. Or at least I know,
9: well, at least the Chicago show I know is sold out in
1: yeah. October, so yeah, you're man, coming back. Great.
9: It's insane. Like a lot of the shows uh, are sold out, which is mind boggling. Yeah.
0: Uh, how many festivals have you been doing this summer? Have you been just constantly doing them, or is this your only one? No,
9: this is my first like leg of them. Yeah, it's my oh, really? actually my first actual festival that I'm playing with my own music, which is oh, absolutely ever? insane. Yeah, ever uh, as an artist. Last year, 2018, I was playing with a band called Twin Shadow. And we did a bunch of festivals, but we didn't play Lollapalooza. But we did like Austin City Limits, uh, just a bunch. Yeah, it was great. But now that you're on your own. I mean, that's gotta be a whole
1: different thing, right? Like, you're just out there kinda on your own, up on stage, it's,
9: I mean, is that scary? (laughs) To me, that would be scary. Oh, it definitely is scary, but I think with any, you know, uh, any person that's like trying to play music, especially for myself, I think you need that push, especially for me, like, I know when I'm scared, or if I'm like nervous and like pushes me to do something else that I'm not used to and I just work in that direction then it's gonna you know hopefully turns out good so
0: well and festivals are so cool I think it's such an organic way to get fans you know what I mean because it's like they hear you and then they're like I liked them so much I'm now invested and want to listen to everything he's done so
9: yeah I agree I mean going to shows in general like I mean I grew up going to punk shows hardcore shows any show I can think of and so watching bands and gaining a fan base that way is like the best way you can do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, The music, we can pretty much get it anywhere right now, right? Wherever you get your music, you can pick it up, stream it, listen Mm -hmm. to it, download it, purchase it it would be good. That would be a nice touch.
9: (laughs) Yeah. Push that. (laughs) That'd be be great. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, We've got this thing. This is the um, B96 Trash Talk. Cool. So these are listener submitted questions. They're all very generic.
0: Generically weird.
1: Dope. We proofread
0: some of them. Yeah,
1: some of them. You want to grab one out of there? You want to play along? If sure. you don't want to, we completely understand. Yeah.
9: Cool. If Let's you, do a different
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> you can
2: pass
1: on whatever. <laughs> Let's see. See, the nice thing about these questions is if they suck,
9: we can blame the audience, <laughs>
1: yeah. which is so nice for us.
9: Yeah. <laughs> the This question is Who do you want to marry out of the Lollapalooza lineup? Probably twenty one savage. Yeah. Wow. is ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's to, sick. He's
1: tonight, man. Right? Yeah, he's playing dope. tonight.
9: Yeah. He's th- Are you gonna he's be tonight. able to watch that? I, uh, hopefully, I mean, he's after idols. Is playing right now. Okay. He's after them. I think.
0: Anybody yeah. else you're gonna watch?
9: Uh, I don't even really know the lineup, but I'm gonna be probably gonna be staying here watching as many bands as I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be dope. Thank you for coming by. Of course. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Scary yeah, for sure. Scary pool party
0: at yeah.
1: Lollapalooza tonight. Because uh, this will be out before you go on. So if you're coming to Lollapalooza, then yeah. tonight.
0: Him, but you haven't bought tickets to his show, sorry about it.
1: Yeah. yeah. You, you're done <laughs> you late. You snooze, you lose. Yeah, snooze. Thanks, man.
7: Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,